Good afternoon and welcome to the occasional podcast about intergenerational diversity and inclusion. Today I have with me somebody I'm very excited to meet, Dan Sullivan, who is founder Gen Z Talks, and he's going to be expressing some ideas around Generation Z. And so that's what we want to hear about. So Dan, before we get started, I'm fascinated to know how you got from law into Gen Z Talks and what you're doing now. What happened? Sure. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on, Henry. I've been really uh, excited about our chat for a while um, and love the work you're doing. Um, so yeah, just to start off with my, my journey. So yeah, I was working in the legal sector for around 10 years um, and I had some, you know, had a great time, you know, met some great people. Uh, it was very enjoyable, but I got to that point where I wanted to do something which I was like, really passionate about. Um, and I kind of, that led me to the kind of traveling and teaching, two things I've been having a desire to do for a long time. And the reason teaching kind of appealed to me because I love working with younger people and passing on knowledge or connecting younger people to the older generation. So actually in the legal sector, I set up the London Legal Network. And one of the purposes of that is to give um, more inclusivity to the younger workers in the, in the legal sector with the older workers. So you had like trainees meeting judges um, at this event. And I kind of wanted to carry that um, forward um, you know, in the kind of younger generations generally in the business space. Um, and that kind of, but before that, I kind of got into teaching because I was passionate for, for helping young people. So I taught in Vietnam. Um, I taught at universities, at schools, and I loved it. Um, and I sort of carried that on in France, um, where I'm currently located. Um, and in France, when I was in Bordeaux, I set up a um, student network called the Bordeaux Student Network because I, had a, I was really passionate, again, merging the generations, um, because I really feel that, um, you know, together will be better. And I feel that the younger generation, which we'll speak about, has so much to give now because of the value and the access to internet, which is really kind of speeding up the progress of this younger generation. So I've got professionals from um, various businesses in Bordeaux and um, students from the Bordeaux business schools nearby. And it's really good. Unfortunately, pandemic um, started in um, you know, February, March, March time. Um, and that really, I could see that Generation Z and the young people who I've been speaking to in Vietnam, in France, you know, who have so much potential that they could really have their futures impacted education-wise, job-wise, you know, access to opportunities. And that really sparked me to kind of go that step further and to create this platform to make, you know, to give this generation a voice, first of all, so that yeah. the older generation can see this isn't just any younger generation. And that this is what the generation are doing and saying and their mindset. So I want to teach the older generation um, about Gen Z um, yeah. by giving them the voice. And I want to increase inc inclusivity, sorry, increase access to skills to knowledge, to experiences, to all backgrounds. And to actually, to it's a global platform, you know, at the moment, so focus. So I wanted to get different ideas from different countries, which are gonna really impact the younger generation and the older, because creativity and innovation, which Gen Z are bringing, um, really need to be tapped into by the older generation. And yeah, so I launched Gen Z Talks, um, I started working on it during the summer and I launched in September. 
Wonderful. And yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been speaking to various leaders around the world. I think what's really amazing is that that picture that you painted of a, a trainee working with a judge. So a much, much younger, less experienced individual, almost getting a chance to be mentored and reverse mentoring somebody who is a by definition, older and more experienced individual as a judge. I think that's brilliant. And I love the idea of what you're doing. And um, before we started today, I was saying that I think we're probably in the same arena, but perhaps coming at it from different angles. So I've got a few questions to you, to you sure. which are really around Generation Z and perhaps the listener understanding more around Generation Z. So could you tell me what key characteristics do you believe that Generation Z workers are really going to feature today? I think... Um because this is, this is the first digital native generation, I think that kind of impacts, you know, their characteristics and how they work and their skill set in terms of um, even like communication and the way to communicate, um, being tech savvy, um, being creative, having access to the internet. So you, you've got a younger generation who has more knowledge than previous younger generations at this stage because of growing up with the internet all their life. So I think, in terms of the characteristics, you're going to see creative, tech savvy, um, and very um, mission driven in terms of, you know, what their values are. Um, you've got a generation who really generally wants to make an impact. So making uh, a difference to the planet, things like climate change, things like world peace, things like a better way of behaving and living, those sorts of things. Yeah, I think if you, certainly those things and to have a more kind of, you know, business sustainability mm -hmm. um, and to do business the right way to, you know, to when companies are um, selling products and doing business to make sure that it's making an impact. And this is something which is really valuable to Gen Z yeah. is that companies are bigger than the product itself. What they're doing is, you know, purposeful and it's gonna make an impact and it's not just about making money. So this is something that Gen Z, a Gen Z worker really believes in. Um, and yeah, and also, you know, they're obviously, um, Gen Z are obviously very, um, you know, natural on social media. So- They've grown up with it. Yeah, exactly. And this is gonna be so important for marketing, for the new way of doing things as companies go more remote, who wanna save costs on office space. You know, they're going to have to, um, you know, less people are going to be willing to travel for a considerable amount of time. Some will straight away, but you're going to have to communicate social media. And, you know, the, the old relationships, you know, even when I started my career of meeting up in various places and various clubs, you know, membership clubs, you know, these are, this is a dying thing now. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, still important face to face, but it's not how marketing, it's not the direction marketing's going. I can see that, yes. And if we're talking about Generation Z being the future of work, because mm -hmm. they're the youngest generation in the workplace today and they, they are tech savvy and they have access to more information than older generations have ever had uh, previously, what value do you think they're going to bring to the future of work? I think, you know, certainly from the start, you're getting a new fresh perspective. And you're getting a fresh perspective at a time when a fresh perspective is needed more than ever. So you've got, for me, you've got this like jigsaw puzzle or, or whatever you want to call it, where you've got the pandemic has happened at a time when probably change in the workplace 
uh, you know, was needed. And you've got Gen Z who are getting reduced opportunities for jobs, but can bring so much. And then you've got the older generation who, um, uh, who are, you know, the pandemic sped up new changes, which the older experienced workers who bring so much value themselves are going to struggle with the change. But they've kind of been kept apart and they've both got different skills and perspectives and mindset. So I really believe that Gen Z can bring a new fresh perspective right now and a helping hand for technological things in the workplace, for social media marketing, um, you know, and also, you know, in terms of recruitment as well, you know, to, to advise when it comes to the recruitment side of things. So I yeah, think that's, that's an interesting point I'd like to pick up. The recruitment mm. side of things is vital because if we want to encourage this young, fresh, new blood to come into organisations and deliver that value, what's the best way to attract and recruit them, in, in your opinion? What's the best way to do that? I think you have to be clear on your website. I just had a you know, really great conversation with a big Gen Z leader in the UK, actually. Just, just literally now. And we had a really interesting conversation about this. And she said she went on um, various company websites who just weren't Gen Z friendly. Mm. And Gen Z are going to check out your company like they check out products when they shop. You need to make sure that your online presence is showing um, in line with Gen Z. And to be in line with Gen Z, you have to be mission driven and, you know, to kind of, have a, a purpose, like I said before, where it's more than just your product. So I think making sure your website represents um, a Gen Z friendly, um, you know, content. I think, um, you know, in terms of attracting, I think you sh should, you know, on YouTube and platforms like that, you should show a day in the life at your company. And you should get young workers, not older workers, to show what it's like to work in a company how your skills, how your beliefs, how, you know, that those kind of things are in line with the company. And I think YouTube, um, I know it's been used by various companies now. And actually Goldman Sachs um, used Snapchat to kind of, they did this kind of series on Snapchat where they kind of showed, um, you know, what it was like for different employees. And I think they saw an increase in like 80% of people on their careers page as a result. So I think utilizing the social media channels to attract Gen Z and getting Gen Z at your company to, um, to kind of lead that. And, and another thing quickly as well is that the referral um, program system in place, if you're offering good incentives for young workers to be rewarded for referring their friends you know, some of the best talent, you know, they're going to know talented people their age, use people in your company to bring other people, but make sure you, um, you know, use incentives, you know, to really make them actively look as well, because, you know, they're always going to try and help. But I think an incentive program, like referral program, could be really beneficial in companies attracting the best talent. That sounds wonderful. Okay, so we, we've attracted and recruited this talent. How do we engage and retain Generation Z in the best possible way for them and also for the organisations we want them to remain in? Yeah, I think the best way to engage, I think communication is so important. And you'll be surprised 
that actually Gen Z prefer face-to-face communication. And um, you know, there's a bit of a difference when it comes to remote working, but you'll be surprised that the majority like the office working. And so the face-to-face communication is really important. And I think to retain Gen Z, I think, first of all, you need a good onboarding program. So you need to give them the most inclusive start. You know, you need to, something that I saw um, one company do is they, um, they had like um, a mentor for a week, shadow the employee. And this meant so much to the employee uh, and they felt, you know, really at ease. So I think doing that, inclusivity, reverse mentoring programs, you know, where you're feeling included, you're having a big role to, you know, almost consult the older employees, your, you know, your older colleagues. And at the same time, you're getting, you're building that relationship and you're getting something back from the older worker. So I think having programs like this and making the working environment fun is something I'm really hearing. They really want to work in somewhere fun. And I don't mean running around, not doing work. You know, I mean, sort of having um, this environment which achieves the goals, which makes a difference, which isn't just about making money for the company. Um, and another thing which is really important, and the, the uh, young girl who I just spoke to just now, she said the most, most important is the opportunity to develop, to evolve, to learn with the company. If there's no program for a young person to develop themselves, they're, they're going to leave because they want to develop. This is a generation really big on personal development. Yeah, I've read that um, and, and talked to my own clients who've said that um, learning and development training to a Generation Z is almost like currency itself. Of course, they're very interested in money. We all are. Money yeah. still makes the world go around at the moment. However, that sense of having additional tools in their toolkit, additional things that they can do is very positive for them. And that, that presumably is, is what you're talking about. Yeah, no, definitely. They want to be able to, to develop and I think if you offer training programs, you're going to see, um, you know, young workers stay with you uh, for much longer. And another thing as well is probably the going back to the attracting uh, Gen Z. Flexible, uh, flexible working is also very important, which I didn't mention. So having, you know, flexible working in the contract to attract them or, you know, even going further to retain them it, uh, will be very important from the insights I'm getting. That's a really important insight, I think, because post-COVID, I wonder if that flexible working is going to become more of the norm. Um, what do yeah. you think? Yeah, I think so. I think, um, I think that there's flexible working that has to be, um, I think employers have seen the advantages of flexible working. And actually, mental health is so important and to have this kind of break and as long as the work gets done, you know, there has to be that trust between the employee and employer. And as, as long as there's that trust there and there's that delivering, you know, you deliver the work, then I think, you know, why not? You know, you need to look after your, your employees and you need to, you know, a, a happy working environment means happy customers. You know, so it's not just a working environment, it's the people that it's your market you're selling to as well. 
Absolutely. Um, I'm going to come back to the element that you mentioned earlier, where you said Generation Z really like face-to-face things, contrary to popular belief. I'm going to park that for a moment, but I just want to ask you about something that a lot of employers worry about, where they think the youngest generations in the workforce today are the least loyal. Relate that to Generation Z and tell me what you think. I think, um, you know, a part of that, um, you know, I think you can look at it both ways, actually, because there's insights I'm getting that Generation Z have seen, um, you know, older uncles or brothers or parents who suffered from the recession in 2008. So actually, Generation Z are looking for stability, actually. Um, But it works both ways. You know, they're looking for stability um, at a company. But you have to make sure, you know, how well does the company know Generation Z? What is the company doing to make sure that Generation Z are retained? Is it because companies don't know um, about this generation like they should do? That's quite possible. So yeah, there so might, th- might be a lack of understanding? I think so. I think a lot of companies, you know, you've you got companies like Deloitte and EY who are really getting it, you know. And, I, you know, I, my, my cousin actually works at Deloitte. She says how well she gets looked after. Um, so there are companies out there who really get Generation Z. The ones who aren't and who are, just reading articles are the ones who are are really suffering because they're not getting. And one thing I would advise them to do is have the conversations with generation Z. Don't, don't talk about them. And when you haven't actually been speaking to them. So talk to them, not about them. Exactly. That's a big quote. Um, I've seen a few gen, gen Z as use. So, so I do think, you know, if you provide the inclusivity and the chance to grow, and, you know, the incentives which are in line with, you know, what Gen Z are offer, you're going to see them staying with you for much longer. Yeah. And there's a kind of counterintuitive challenge to Generation Z at the moment, which is that um, if we just take the UK, uh, 16 to 24 year olds are the highest percentage of the UK workforce that have been A, furloughed and B, lost their jobs. It's it's roughly 15% of unemployment in the UK um, in 2021 is likely to be aged between 16 and 24. And that's because so many of them are in hospitality and leisure and travel and all of those sectors that were damaged and and hit, sometimes terminally hit by COVID. Um, So that means that there've been a lot of uh, Generation Z in lockdown in various parts in the world. Um, how have they managed those issues, Generation Z, of you know, perhaps worrying about going on furlough, losing a job altogether, trying to get another one and dealing with lockdown? How's it been for them? I think the response by Gen Z has been nothing short of just inspiring and remarkable. They've actually, you know, the people I've been speaking to, they've been rolling up them, their sleeves and not um, and refuse to be defeated by the pandemic. And what they're doing is they're starting these amazing communities online and collaborating and embracing in LinkedIn at the age of, you know, as, you know 16, 15, younger. And what they're doing is they're progressing and developing and those around them who are suffering, they're picking them up and saying, oh, don't worry, I've got your back come here, there's this person that can help you. 
the empathy is a huge you know characteristic of of gen z and they've been going around helping people um who who are struggling and who you know to create new opportunities for people they don't hardly even know and this is you know it's quite magical for me you know to see generation doing it and they're really embracing in the online learning and develop themselves and develop themselves with new skills um so i think you know this community um this, these rising communities has been a real kind of um you know it's character epitomize or characterize the pandemic for me and this is going to put them in a really good place in the future i think also what i've seen to add to that is this youngest generation um, volunteering more and yeah. um, and picking up jobs that are helping those frontline workers. So things like distribution, logistics, um, vaccination, support, um, driving people around, checking on people, taking food to them. I think there've been, of course, across all generations, there's been this support, but it's been inspiring to use your word back at you to yeah. see this youngest generation absolutely get involved in that as well, perhaps more than other people would have expected them. And um, yeah. presumably that's also what you're seeing. Yeah, I mean, you know, a few people have wrongly, you know, labelled Gen Z all sorts, even the, the silent generation. And that's been one big misconception. This generation are far from silent and they're spoken up because they want to change, you know, they want to change the world for the better and they want to help people around them. And to do that, you've got young people coming out of their comfort zones and, you know, really kind of embracing new relationships in order to help people, even though it's out of their comfort zone. The why, the purpose of them doing it makes them and is driving them out of this comfort zone. And it's really, really nice to see. Well, it's wonderful to see. And now back to this kind of face-to-face -face aspect. Yeah. Earlier you said um, that it, it may be surprising to some people, but that Generation Z want to do things which are face-to-face -face. and obviously that seems counterintuitive when you look at the fact that they're digital natives they've grown up with technology they've grown up with social media they've lived their teenage years online so what makes them want to be so connected face-to-face -face? I think you know I think they, they just realized the the beauty the kind of how strong face-to-face -face relationships are from their experiences you know, when, you know, when they're not online. And I think, you know, the, the gen, the young leaders, I, well, the young Gen Z as I'm speaking to, they just kind of, they're bored of being, they, they realise that the phone's not good for them. Like we all do, you know, all generations are, you know, we're kind of stuck in our phones and communicating. But when we do have that experience and our phones are down, we're like, wow, that's so great. And the younger generation are no different. You know, they know how great face-to-face -face relationships are, but they're just surrounded by technology. They're surrounded, you know, it's in their face, phones and various, you know, tech, um, you know technological products which have been thrown at them from all kinds of suppliers. Say, so buy this, buy that, you know. So when you get all that out of the way, they love it. And that's why they really love um, working in the office and that kind of feeling of face-to-face -face communication that connection that community yeah, yeah. exactly you know they're, they're no different from any other generation so um finally what would your advice be to um an older employer maybe a team leader or um uh, a senior manager who's about to embark on 
getting the best performance that they can out of their Generation Z. How do you think they can do that? I think um, it's all about communication, communication. And what I mean by that is, you know, at least I saw a study that I think one in five Gen Zers want to have some kind of feedback once a week. And um, an even higher percentage, you know, they wanted the feedback three times, I think, in a, a couple of weeks. But the point is, you know, to provide feedback about, you know, be complimentary. And, you know, th this is a generation just coming into the work, into the workforce. So they need, you know, guidance, but also they also want to, they don't want to be managed. So don't manage and say, do this, do that. Give, give the younger generation a space to be creative and to have some autonomy in the workplace. Have that trust and you'll be surprised just how, um, just how powerful that will be in terms of motivating them. So I think that's really important. And I think just get to know your employees personally. I think there's some really nice touches you can do like before the, um, before the employee starts, even starts the role. You can ask them a few questions by email. You know, I just wonder what your hobbies are or what do you like to eat for lunch? And then you can surprise them with something in the first week by like taking them to lunch and ordering something like, wow, how did you know that? And to have that personal touch um, will really make uh, Gen Z workers feel, um, you know, feel wanted and included. Um, so I think that getting co-workers to kind of, you know, really make them feel welcome. I think, you know, I think a team manager should be coordinating that. Um, so I think, yeah, I think it's just about also, you know, to portray what the values of the company are. That's going to come from the team leader. So to not be all about making money, you know, what is the big goal and how can you make a difference, not just to the company, but to the, to the world and what social um, impact can you have? And I think it's up to the team leader to really communicate that, to really energize the young workers. That sounds absolutely wonderful. And um, I can tell by every word that you say just how passionate you are about this wonderful, fresh talent that's coming into our workforces today. Yeah. So thank you very much indeed, Dan. I've really enjoyed that. And I feel like I've Likewise. learned quite a bit more, thank you, about how best to get the contribution and the value from this generation as, as well as connect them with all the others. So thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Henry. It's been a pleasure.